11 to 1 show. There is nothing like the smell of a newborn baby. It's something I just love doing when my kids are at that newborn stage, just cuddling and, c- cuddling and kissing their soft skin. But aside from mum and dad, should we be allowing family members and friends to kiss our newborn babies? Well, no. According to my next guest, we shouldn't. Pharmacist Sheena Mitchell, she's dedicated a season of her brilliant informative wonder care podcast to discussing various infectious diseases that typically affect children and newborns. And she's advising parents not to allow their baby to be passed around and kissed or cuddled until at least three months old. I'm delighted to have Sheena on the line with me again. How are you getting on, Sheena? Good. I sound like such a killjoy now (laughs) because no one wants to hear what I'm going to (laughs) say. No, no, let's put this into perspective now, right? Because look, we do love that sort of newborn thing. We do love kissing and cuddling and we can't help ourselves, but it is extremely unsafe. Tell us why. Yeah, so there is actually a lot of risks associated with it. And it's natural. Look, cuddling a baby actually is what's responsible for releasing oxytocin in new mums, which helps to build attachments. So nature's clever way of making sure we protect them. And even as adults, you know, kind of beyond our biological age, we still get dopamine hits from being around and smelling and cuddling newborns. But we do have to be very careful. And that is because... Until children reach about three months of age, their immune system is too immature to actually create antibodies to disease. And they don't even receive their first set of vaccines till they're two months for this reason, because they wouldn't be able to produce the antibodies. So babies are extremely vulnerable. And last winter, it just became a really big point because there was so much RSV and flu circulating and RSV unfortunately can you know be completely detrimental to a baby's health it can cause an awful lot of respiratory problems for them but there's other diseases that are kind of there all year round such such as the common cold sore can cause herpes simplex and I have seen images by the way of this in babies it's horrific looking just in my research for this piece it, it is actually horrendous looking Yeah, and when they're, especially when they're under four weeks, instead of, say, just being kind of the cold sore virus rash, it can actually cause a condition called neonatal herpes, which means it spreads into their organs. And like on my podcast, I've interviewed a woman who's dedicated her time now to, I suppose, awareness, increasing awareness about this because she lost her own little baby, Avely, as a result of it. And so, you know, it's that kind of thing that... You kind of do sound OTT saying, don't kiss my baby. But actually, it is the responsible thing to do. And I'd really encourage parents to be brave because it does take confidence to advocate for your baby in that way when you have pressure coming from family members and friends. Yeah, and completely. And we're going to, I'm going to circle back to that because you've got advice for people and how to do that. But, you know, a lot of people assumed as well it was because of COVID that it wasn't safe to kiss a newborn. But now the masks and, you know, all the kind of restrictions are pretty much gone. You know, people feel, oh, that's grand now. But it's actually, in fact, it was never OK to do this. <laughs> exactly. It was never OK. And, you know, I don't think before COVID we had the confidence 
to, I suppose, spread awareness about infection prevention. And babies do die from this neonatal herpes. And RSV is the leading cause of hospitalisation in children under four. And it circulates wildly in the winter. And it's the same hand, foot and mouth disease. It's still knocking about a bit at the moment. It does tend to be more seasonal, kind of October, November time. But all of these conditions are ones that circulate widely, especially among children. And But for adults, it's particularly the cold sore virus. And you just, it's so hard not to touch your mouth when you have a cold sore. Mm. And you're not necessarily diligent enough to realise that you have and then to wash your hands. And it's it's just a really big risk. So, of course, it has to be measured. You don't want to be isolated. Having a newborn is one of the biggest occasions that will ever happen in your life. And it's a joy that everyone does want to share in. So it's just important to, I suppose, set out boundaries and have those conversations. If for any expectant mums out there, maybe talk to your partner and say, God, how are we going to manage this? So there is lots of tips for that too. Yeah, because and I'd say it's particularly difficult when it comes to the grandparents because, you know, they're going to want that kiss or cuddle and they're going to say, sure, I'm healthy and sure, look, at we all did this, that, the other in my day and you're fussing over nothing and you turned out grand and they'll have all this being thrown at them. And I would just say the mortality rates <laughs> were much higher in that day. It's the same for everything. You know, like I was only thinking there recently about being on an airplane and there being like the back five aisles were smoking aisles. And that yes. was OK. Then. Like yeah. a lot has changed. We've learned and it's it's the right thing to do to learn and evolve. And of course, you you can feel intimidated or maybe you know, over the top about being protective about your newborn. But this is your newborn that you've nurtured and carried for nine months. And you're absolutely within your rights, you know, to advocate for them. They're so delicate and vulnerable and they can't do it for themselves. Absolutely. I'm getting a message here for you, Sheena, on 086-1800-658 from Amanda. Thank you so much, Amanda. Amanda has a six-week-old and uh, she also has a very active little boy, age three, who loves kissing the face of the little brother. I, what do we do in that scenario? That can be a tricky one. And particularly if he's three, he's probably a crash picking up everything. 100%. And I had this in my own house. I only had 15 months between my first two and then two years second one and what I would say is you have to be very diplomatic because you can try and involve the toddler in other ways so absolutely let them wash their hands or use a bit of hand gel and come over and touch the baby like it's their sibling and the last thing you want to do is make them feel like the baby is so precious or they'll definitely be getting that kind of old school story of of the baby trying to put put the stamp on the baby's head send it back (laughs) so you want to get them involved but maybe get them involved in other ways like helping you with nappy changes or distracting be creative and even get them to dance with the baby I always say with babies under six months old once their basic needs are met it's the toddler that you have to give your mental attention to so it's all about stimulating them and finding ways to distract them so you know, kisses really you should be trying to limit. And I do appreciate that's very hard. You can only do what you can do without, yeah. you know, damaging the mental health of your toddler. But just to try and limit it by keeping them busy and keeping them very important in the baby's life. But just maybe try and channel that 
in a different way. Or even blow the baby a kiss or something might be a bit, bit different. Exactly. Yeah, that might be a bit of a, a different one to do. Um, so just you mentioned some of these again and I just really want to hit this home with people. So talk to me about the various illnesses that newborns particularly can pick up when they are being handled and, and, and kissed and things from, from relatives. Yeah, so from the cold sore virus, it's very much a case of just avoid contact. And that even goes for the mum. I know that sounds ridiculous, but you can't be kissing the baby if you're a mum who has a newborn with a cold sore. And actually, there's really good cold sore patches Mm -hmm. called complete patches that you can get in pharmacies. And they actually are good because sometimes you'll subconsciously touch your lip and at least then you have a barrier. So people can't hygiene up when you're feeding the baby and obviously you're going to be constantly attached to a newborn. But, you know, just little measures like that can kind of help. But also then RSV. So there's still the odd case cropping up, but it is very much a seasonal disease and it'll start to come back September, October. And then hand, foot and mouth disease. And even chicken pox can be quite nasty. Yes. You know, in, in very young babies. And with hand, foot and mouth disease and chicken pox, Often it's just a lot of pain and discomfort. And remember, you can't offer pain relief to Mm. a baby under two months of age. So these are the main ones that really um, we should be trying to kind of keep clear and that do circulate in crashes. So it can be hard to manage. Yeah, would you believe we got a note home about the chicken pox that was doing the rounds in schools still uh, at the moment as well. So it's definitely been quite, uh, there's been quite the outbreak uh, this year as well. So talk to me then about some advice because you do have advice as well for, you know, uh, uh, couples and, and parents about navigating the, the emotions that are going to arise <laughs> regards yeah. to this. Yeah, and that is the most important part. And that's why, <laughs> so I recorded an episode on this and I was like, just give them this episode. Just yeah. share the link because I'll be the bad guy for you because it can be very hard <laughs> and they don't want to hear it. They think you're being over emotional. Yes. But actually, like if you have a healthcare professional saying, no, actually, these risks are very real and you should be kind of putting down boundaries. So with it, what we just say to people is sometimes if you don't want to have kind of face-to-face conflict, I would say a little text or WhatsApp in the family group going, look, I'm really excited if you told me the baby, but I actually just, there's a lot of viruses and things going around at the moment. And if you wouldn't mind maybe just not holding the baby for a few weeks, or if it's grandparents, absolutely you might, you know, they mightn't be well. You might really want to make the most of their time. So you could maybe let them hold the baby, but just ask them to use hand sanitizer first and say just no kissing. Yeah. Um, it's not that you want to push people away. And then, you know, explain to them that as soon as kind of the baby gets to the the two to three month mark, that you'll be happy to let them mind your baby as much as they want, because you'll want showers and cups of tea and to do the laundry. (laughs) So it's, it's just about, I suppose, finding a way that's comfortable for you to say it. And sometimes it might be easier for your partner to do that on your behalf. Yes. Do something for God's sake. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Like, you go have that fight. Yeah. I'm always having fights and I could do it with a break. Yeah, yeah exactly. And avoid towel sharing is another thing as oh, well. Oh, so interesting. over, you know, and they're washing their hands and maybe they, you know, didn't get everything off. Just maybe just freshen up the towels afterwards, just throw them in a hot wash. And it is just practical you don't need to be OTT mm. of course normal dirt and germs go around and you know like that's fine but it's just in these very early days when people are around they, they could have these illnesses without even having any symptoms because yes. the immunity they might know they're carrying them they think they're in perfect health 
So, you know, and they might get feel like you're insulting them by say, suggesting there's something wrong with them. Yeah. But you're not. You just you just have to explain that, that unfortunately you can carry things without actually being symptomatic. I have seen as well uh, people going as far as placing little signs on the baby's pram saying don't cut, touch or no kisses, please. And I noticed this particularly around COVID and everything. And I completely get why people decide to put them there. But I admit I was a bit sort of awkward then when I saw one of these because I was like, I felt like I had to just completely remove myself from the pram completely you know yeah I know and even when people come into the pharmacy sure you kind of attempt to stick your head in and go oh look yeah. <laughs> you have to step back and look it's a new I suppose it's with all of the information that we're learning all the time it's just something that we need to condition ourselves for and like I think you can always read body language off mums as well if they're kind of backing away or looking yeah. Then back away, respect that because maybe their baby, you know, was, say, a preterm baby or is vulnerable for any kind of reason. And, you know, so it's important to kind of respect that you don't know what's going on. And for those under three months, like, realistically, every baby is vulnerable until that stage, just purely because of the immature immune system. They don't have the capability to fight disease. Fantastic. Sheena, as always, thank you so much for joining us. Really important advice for people to know in regards to this. The podcast is going fantastic. Do you ever stop, by the way? Like I was <laughs> she has a whole season of a podcast done and she's running a pharmacy as well. Can you t- have you having a breather from the podcast or have you got a latest episode out? Yeah, no, we're going. Now what I've done for the summer <laughs> is to keep me entertained. My brother's coming on and doing some episodes with me because Oh brilliant. He's also a pharmacist down in Rathcommon, my hometown, um, initially, until I moved to Mead. And he has four children. So he's kind of distracting me and we're talking about all the health news. Even actually today, we're recording about a new RSV treatment that's coming out for babies. And yeah, lots of exciting things. So I think we're both passionate about that. So... He's, he's helping me with a bit of the burden at the moment. Fantastic. <laughs> well, look, enjoy, enjoy having the brother down to, to stay and everything else. Uh, hopefully no uh, sibling, you know, rivalry will come out on this podcast, Sheena. Oh, I've set the standards <laughs> and the boundaries very clear. I'm like, you're unpaid and you're on a trial. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, listen, thank you so much for all of that brilliant advice. Thank you. Thanks a million. Sheena Mitchell podcast, by the way, is brilliant. Uh, if Whether you're a parent or not, by the way, it's very, very informative. It's the Wonder Care po- podcast. You'll find it uh, on all great uh, podcast providers. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.